Free agency is here. I'm going to tell you the must-sign player for the Titans at every position in today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, free agency has arrived. I'm going to go position by position and talk about my best free agent fit for the Tennessee Titans. Tell you who they must sign on offense and defense. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long on all platforms and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast. I want you guys to throw a thumbs up on the video right now. The show is always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. And if you would, comment down below who you think the number one free agent target for the Titans needs to be. Once again, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic a certified film junkie, and a staff writer for alltitans.com for Sports Illustrated. Let's dive into our first position. I want to talk about the positions that mean the most for the Titans, and obviously, we got to talk about offensive line. I think offensive tackle is something that needs to be shored up right away, and for me, the perfect fit for the Titans on the offensive line is Mike McGlinchey. Mike McGlinchey just got done playing for the San Francisco 49ers. He's been with San Francisco for five seasons. Played with Notre Dame in college as a left tackle. Has played right tackle for San Francisco. McGlinchey's about 28 years old. I think he's a guy who's going to be able to come in, play right tackle right away. And the big thing for me about McGlinchey is he has the ability to play right tackle, but he did play left tackle in college. And I think it's something that he would be capable of. Now, I would be more comfortable leaving him at right tackle, but either way, he's a guy who played in a really good offense in San Francisco. He can run block very well. He's not the best pass blocker at right tackle in the entire NFL, but I think he can get the job done. And I think sure up one right tackle spot for what will be a, a an expensive contract, make no mistake about it, there will be money that needs to be paid to McGlinchey to lock him in, but it's not going to be what Orlando Brown gets on the market. And I think that while the Titans do need to lock down their tackle spots as soon as possible, I think Orlando Brown is is going to do some real damage in the free agency market when it comes to money being the top tackle since the Chiefs didn't tag him. So for me, I think McGlinchey is going to be a little below what we see from Orlando Brown, a little bit below what we see from Caleb McGarry. So you're going to get like the third or fourth highest paid tackle on the market. Maybe Juwan Taylor jumps in there over McGlinchey because, uh, you know, he's a little bit older than those three guys that we just mentioned. But I think McGlinchey, who Rank Arthon knows from San Francisco, you know what kind of guy you're going to get. He's just going to be a stalwart. He's going to be able to play with the Titans at right tackle for the next three to four seasons, which I think is really what you want to focus on without being the most expensive name on the free agent market at offensive tackle. I think McGlinchey makes a ton of sense for the Titans. And again, that versatility, played right tackle, that's where you want him. And in a perfect world, you could get Paris Johnson Jr. 
on the left side, but I think McGlinchey at right tackle is the perfect fit for the Titans at offensive tackle in free agency. If they don't go with McGlinchey, they're going to have to sign somebody a little bit better than these names, but I would even like to maybe pair some names with McGlinchey, a guy like Andre Dillard who can play tackle or guard, a guy like Yash Nyman who can be a swing tackle, a guy like George Fant who could be a swing tackle. The Titans probably need to get two, but McGlinchey is the number one target that I'm focused on. On the interior offensive line, I like Ethan Posich, played with Seattle for quite some years, came over, just had a year with Cleveland. He's had some injury issues in the past, but he played all 17 games or all 16 games that he could for Cleveland. I think that uh, Postage has been fantastic. He's a guy who's used to the type of scheme that the Titans are going to continue running, whereas athleticism is going to be put on display. Uh, I think locking in a center in free agency is really important for the Titans. I think um, you can't count on the fact that some of the top centers in the draft are going to be available for you with the limited picks that the Titans have. And not only that, but you're expecting a rookie center to come in and play great. I think that's a little bit of a gamble. So I would bring in Postage. I think he's a perfect fit for the Titans. If not him, Ben Powers, who played for the Ravens, would make a lot of sense. But McGlinchey, Postage would be the, the perfect start for me. You get an interior offensive line starter who can play center. You get an offensive tackle who can start. And, and, and this is looking like a good free agency that's not the Titans out there throwing wild money around and, and setting the standard at certain positions contract-wise. So you're not that. Finally, we have wide receiver. Um, I've talked about this name before, but I think Alan Lazard would be a perfect fit. Would I like to have a more talented player like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. or something like, yes, I would love as much talent as possible. But you have to think about what fits with what the Titans want to do, where they're at price range. I think Lazard will get some decent money, maybe 10 to $11 million a season. If it goes higher than that, then yeah, absolutely pass. But uh, I think the Titans could get Lazard in, pair him, with Traylon Burks, you got two big physical tone-setting wide receivers who are willing to block. I know that makes some people roll their eyes, but the reality here is the Titans aren't just going to change overnight into the Chiefs' offense. That's not what's happening. So you get a guy like Lazard, six foot five, who could come in. He's not going to break the bank at wide receiver. He's not going to be up there with Odell Beckham Jr., Jacoby Myers, some of the top names at the position. He's going to be a good value for you and just a solid football player that you can have on your roster as you surround him with younger pieces to try to, you know, get to a spot where the Titans can feel like they're actual Super Bowl contenders again. So for me, at offensive tackle, Mike McGlinchey, at interior offensive line, Ethan Posich at center, and then at wide receiver, Alan Lazard. Those are the three top options. And here's the thing. The Titans aren't going to sign a player at every single position. That's not going to happen. I'm identifying my best fits for the Titans at every position, but they're not going to sign a player at every position. Three positions that they need to add a veteran in free agency are offensive tackle, interior offensive line, and wide receiver. So that's why I wanted to get into those first, and those are my perfect matches for the Titans there. We're going to talk a little bit of defense next because I think that we've talked so much about the offense, the defense does kind of get forgotten at times, but we're going to talk about an off-ball linebacker, an edge rusher, and a cornerback that make a lot of sense for the Titans. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Guys, it is free agency, and I don't know about you, but it, it gives me the itch to want to run my own team and sign my own free agents, and you can do that on the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Look, it's a mobile game that you can download from your app store right now. You can play it online. You can play it offline. You can play it with friends and get all of your friends in the same league as you as you guys compete 
with your different franchises. I talk about free agency. You can go through full free agency, cutting players, signing players, everything on the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. You do the draft. You set your lineups. You hire and fire coaches and coordinators. You scout players. I mean, it literally has everything that you would do in real life football at the palm of your hand. And look, it's the offseason. Pass some time. Build your football franchise right now at the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Right now, if you use the code Locked On in the store's uh, uh, marketplace, you can get a 100% free boost to your franchise. Once again, that promo code is Locked On in the game store. Make sure that you check it out today. Download the game right now at ultimate-gm.com or again, just look it up in the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. The Ultimate Football GM app. Start your dynasty today. Titans fans, we are going to continue today's free agency preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast in just a moment. Before we do, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, always for free. Tomorrow, we got a lot of news to talk about. I mean, the trade up to number one by the Carolina Panthers, that's something we got to discuss Deron Payne, the defensive tackle from the Washington Commanders, got a huge contract, which means a lot for Jeffrey Simmons. Ben Jones was released. I mean, free agency is on the doorstep. We don't even have time to talk about all the news from the weekend. And by the time that we get to that news, there will be free agent news that we have to break down. I say all that to say this. It is going to be a huge week on the Locked on Titans podcast. So make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed for all the content coming your way. But diving back into free agent targets for the Titans, the best option for them at every single position. We talked offensive tackle, interior offensive line, and wide receiver to start. Now I want to get into some defensive positions, and we'll start with off-ball linebacker because if David Long signs with a new team on Monday, the Titans are in a a scary spot at off-ball linebacker. And I think that they are going to go out and make a signing there that maybe some people aren't expecting because I think David Long ends up leaving. I I mean, it it seems like that's where it's heading. And if that happens, you can't start the season with Monty Rice, Jack Gibbons, Chance Campbell. I like them as development options and as depth depth pieces. But come on, guys. that You can't have Monty Rice and Jack Gibbons as your starting inside linebackers. So they're going to need to add somebody. And I think a guy who makes a ton of sense in free agency uh, is Bobby Okereke. Um, I, I think that makes the most sense. A guy who played in Indianapolis, rangy linebacker, physical guy, the type of player you want in your locker room. He's got ability in coverage. I think Bobby Okereke makes a lot of sense. Remember when it was Okariki, and then after like multiple years, he corrected everybody that it's Okereke? I struggled with that for a while, so I don't blame you if you're struggling with it too. It's, it's weird. How can you let people mispronounce your name for multiple years in professional sports? I mean... Same thing with the other Colts linebacker, uh, Shaquille Leonard, instead of Darius. I mean, I just don't understand. But anyways, like Alvin Kamara was like, you could say it both ways. I don't care. Kamara, Kamara, it's fine either way. Like, there is a way you say your name. I digress. I digress. Anyways. 
So Bobby Okereke could make a ton of sense for the Titans as a starting level linebacker who's not going to break the bank. A guy that I think the Titans need to look at if they do re-sign David Long because I think they maybe need to consider signing a linebacker. Either way, if they bring back David Long, I think Anthony Walker makes a lot of sense. for. The, I wanted Anthony Walker last year. He's a guy who's great in coverage, uh, had some injury issues, but I, I think he's a guy that could be a perfect depth piece for you at the linebacking unit. I, I, I think... If you bring David Long back, all you need is one veteran guy to go with all the young guys that we talked about before, and you're set at linebacker. So I, I think that's uh, that's two options depending on where the Titans go because we don't necessarily know what's going to happen with David Long at this juncture. But then again, when I record shows this time of year, I live in constant fear that there's going to be breaking news that changes the show. So maybe some of these guys are signed by the time you hear this on Monday morning. But uh, at Edge Rusher, Marcus Golden. Just got released by the Arizona Cardinals or is going to be released at the start of the league year for the Arizona Cardinals. Golden is in his 30s, but but I think that's what the Titans need. They need a veteran pass rusher who they know they can get good pass rushing reps out of. You're going to have Harold Landry back, and then you got Rashad Weaver on the other side. And I think that Weaver may be better suited as an interior rusher than even an edge rusher in passing situations, and sub-packing situations, not in base defenses. I think you would always have Weaver on the edge in first or second down run situations. But so what you really need is you've got to have, you're going to have Weaver and you're going to have Landry starting on the edge. That's going to be your pairing. What you need is you need a veteran edge rusher. I've been asking for a Justin Houston, a Melvin Ingram for multiple years now in free agency previews, because I think if you have Landry as your top rusher, you have Weaver as the compliment guy, and then you have a third pass rusher that's a veteran who's just been getting it done and getting the quarterbacks for his entire career. I think that's a perfect trio of guys that you can rotate through to keep people fresh and have yourself different packages to throw out there. Imagine if you had Jeffrey Simmons, Rashad Weaver rushing from the interior, and then you had the veteran edge like Marcus Golden and Harold Landry on one side. Now you got three edge rushers technically out there. You can keep Danico Autry fresh as he gets older as well. I mean, throw in Tier Tart. It just gives you uh, a, a great rotation to keep everybody healthy and stay productive. So Marcus Golden makes a ton of sense for me. Of course, I want the Titans to bring back Demarcus Walker as well, but you know, you can never know what will happen there. So I think Marcus Golden makes a ton of sense. Melvin Ingram makes a ton of sense, quite frankly, but I think he'll look for a team that's more ready to be a contender. If the Titans don't go that route, I think Charles Amenahue could make a lot of sense. Just had a pretty good year in San Francisco. A little bit of injury issues here and there, but he's 25 years old. So you have the chance to kind of buy low on a guy who could still be super productive and get better. He's more of a hand-in-the-dirt 4-3 defensive end. But last year, the Titans played more 4-3 than 3-4 alignment, more four-man fronts than five-man fronts. It felt like, to me, at minimum, it's pretty balanced. So the Titans are essentially a 4-3 team and a 3-4 team with the way that Mike Vrabel likes to be varied with his defensive fronts. So you have a guy like Charles Amenehu at 25 years old that you just brought in from San Francisco. Rand Carthon will know his backfield. There's connections there and in the NFL. It's a relationship business. So I think it could make a lot of sense. But uh, Amenehu could come in, learn from Danico Autry, maybe fill a position like that. The Titans need to start thinking about life after Danico Autry with his age. So I think getting somebody in this offseason who can kind of learn from him and maybe be groomed into the type of role where Danico Autry plays that 4-3 defensive end and the Titans are in a four-man front, kicks in on the interior and rushes when the Titans go into sub-packet situations or sometimes he still rushes 
from the edge. Danico Autry does. So I think a man who could kind of fill that type of role and you could groom him and still get some production out of him this year. Going to cornerback, because we talk about linebacker, we talk about edge. Now we need to talk about cornerback. For me, Rocky Sin makes some sense. Now, I know Rocky Sin has had his moments. Uh, I'm not looking to break the bank at cornerback for some of the top options. I just don't think that's where the Titans are. If they want a cornerback that badly, they can draft one early. But they already have young players at cornerback. Christian Fulton going into his fourth year. Elijah Molden going into his third year. Barely played his second year. Uh, Roger McCreary going into his second year. Trey Avery going into his second year. Caleb Farley even going into his third year. I mean, the Titans have a ton of young cornerbacks. They need one veteran. They need somebody a little bit older who's not on their rookie deal. And I think a guy like Rocky Sin at 27 years old, mostly an outside cornerback. He was the 27th best outside corner in coverage grade the last two seasons. Okay, he's a man coverage guy. That's what he does. That's what the Titans go to when the chips are on the line. They play man coverage. So I think a guy like Rocky Sin, who the Titans have a lot of experience with since he played with Indianapolis for a while, that could make a lot of sense right there. If not him, I think a guy like Marcus Peters could make some sense. He could kind of be like what the Titans got from Malcolm Butler. Marcus Peters is 30 years old, and he tore his ACL in 2021. But at the end of 2022, when he started feeling better, he started playing a lot better. Marcus Peters has dog in him, all right? He can even be an an annoyance to play against when your team is playing against him because he's overly physical, he's in your face, he's talking crap. I think the Titans' young cornerback group needs a little bit of that piss and vinegar, okay? The Titans' young cornerback group needs a little bit of fire. And Marcus Peters could bring that. So I think Rocky Sin at 27 years old, outside man corner, allow Roger McCreary to slide in, to slot on passing downs. I think that could make a lot of sense. But if they don't get Rocky Sin, I think Marcus Peters on a cheap one-year deal, come in, light these guys up a little bit. He could be exactly what Malcolm Butler did for a lot cheaper. And if you think Malcolm Butler was a bad player for the Titans, you're misremembering his career here because he was pretty solid. So I think Marcus Peters could make a lot of sense as a backup option at cornerback. But with that in mind, we're going to get into the final positions. There are some positions that I don't think the Titans should even sign anyone at. I don't care if it's top, middle, bottom, anything. I just don't think that they should do it with the position that they're in right now. So we're going to discuss that in just a moment. Before we do, want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Look, the NFL season may be over but this is the best part of the NBA season, point blank, period. Make sure that you download FanDuel, the America's number one sports book app, right now so you can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 on any NBA bet or any bet. Quite frankly, that's bonus bets back even if your first bet doesn't win. You can bet the money line. You can bet the uh, point spread. You can bet how many points a player is going to score, how many three-pointers he's going to drain, all of that. I love single-game parlays on the FanDuel app. You add in a, this guy over this many points, this guy this many rebounds, this guy this many threes. I think this team's going to win. It's going to go over this many points. You bet a little to win a lot. It's like the most fun thing you can do in sports gambling, period, in my opinion. I absolutely love it. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, doing a little preview of NFL free agency. The tampering period is set to kick off on Monday. We're going to get a flood of deals, as we always do. We've gone through offensive tackle, interior offensive line, wide receiver, linebacker, edge, cornerback. Now I want to get into the remaining positions. There are some positions that I don't have the Titans signing anybody at because I don't think it really makes sense for where they're at. Right now, before we get into it, though, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Damian Parson and Keith Sanchez. They're going to provide in-depth analysis for all of the biggest prospects in the NFL Draft. They're also going to do deep dives into sleepers and hidden gems that can change the Tennessee Titans franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcast. And on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube channel, it's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, the remaining positions that we have not spoken about yet. Tight end, running back, interior defensive line, quarterback, safety, and special teams. Well, I only have options for tight end and running back because interior defensive line... The Titans don't need to sign anyone there. They have a ton of options um, in the draft or just continue to hit an undrafted free agency. The Titans have hit on the interior defensive line three straight years running or hit three straight years in a row in a way that they don't have a lot of depth concerns on the interior defensive line. I just don't think it's an important enough position to sign anybody there other than T.R. Tart in restricted free agency. So you bring back Tart and you get an undrafted interior defensive lineman, or you bring in Tyler Shelvin, who you signed to a futures contract after the season. It's not a position where you needed to devote enough resources to it to really consider that. Quarterback, the Titans are going to have Malik Willis on the roster. Unless they go up and draft a quarterback, um, and they get rid of Ryan Tannehill, they part ways with Malik Willis, and they bring in a veteran, then sure. But I don't see that happening where we're at right now, going into free agency. Safety, they can get a bargain bin safety in a month and a half, two months, in the summertime. You got Bayard, you got Hooker. Who really cares about that? Draft one if you like it, but I wouldn't worry about that in this first wave of free agency. Special teams, I'm not signing a kicker, not doing that. I'll get one in the draft. I'll sign one later. Uh, give Caleb Shodak a look. You know, I'm I'm fine there. But positions that they do need to add somebody, in my, my opinion, we have tight end. And I think a guy that could make a lot of sense at tight end is Foster Moreau, who just played for the Raiders. So what the Titans need to pair with Chickaconquo is a big-bodied, inline tight end that can put his hand in the dirt, let Chickaconquo be split back, let Chickaconquo be a move tight end, which is what he does best. The Titans, Chickaconquo isn't going to do what Jeff Swaim did last year and just put his hand in the dirt next to the offensive tackle, continuously win one-on-one blocks or help an offensive tackle with a double team displace a defensive end and stuff like that. He's just not ready to do that stuff right now. Chickaconquo can do everything they asked Chickaconquo to do last year and everything they asked Austin Hooper to do. He can do that, but they need somebody better to do what Jeff Swaim was doing, okay? And I think that Foster Moreau, who's only 26 years old, could make a lot of sense. Yes, I'd love to see them get their hands on Darnell Washington in the draft. He would be 
a perfect pairing with Chigakonkwa, but you can't count on that, and you're going to need three tight ends anyway. So to me, Foster Moreau would be a great fit with Chigakonkwa. He himself, Moreau, had 33 catches, 420 yards last year, career high, so he's a guy who can give you more than Jeff Swain gave you as a receiver as well. So if it's him and Chig, you're not just completely handicapping yourself with one tight end who just can't give you anything and doesn't have to be respected by defenses. So if not him, I think Mercedes Lewis makes sense. I've been asking for Mercedes Lewis for a couple of years now too as a third tight end, really cheap third tight end. I think that could make a ton of sense for the Titans, but Foster Moreau to me would be a great fit with Chickaconquo. And then finally, we have running back. And as I've outlined before, this kind of depends on what happens with Derrick Henry, who his name was also in trade rumors again, according to Albert Breer. So even more news from the weekend that's just, I mean, it's an insane time. It's an insane time, folks. But if Derrick Henry is traded, I think Kareem Hunt, Damian Harris, or Raheem Mostert make a ton of sense. If he's not traded, then give me Jarek McKinnon or just bring back Dontrell Hilliard. It's that simple to me. So that's where I'm at with there. So again, Mike McGlinchey, Ethan Posich, Alan Lazard. I think those make a ton of sense. at Offensive tackle, interior offensive line, wide receiver. Bobby Okereke, Marcus Golden, and Rocky Sin at linebacker, edge, and cornerback make a ton of sense for me. I love Marcus Peters as an option, too, as a veteran with some fire. And then at tight end, Foster Moreau at running back, Jarek McKinnon. Those are my perfect fits for the Titans. Again, they can't sign them all. But if they get a couple of those people, especially McGlinchey and, and Postage on the offensive line, I think that would be a great free agency period for the Titans to kick things off. But I'm going to be here tomorrow to break it all down with you guys. What an insane time of the year. The news is rolling hot and heavy, fast and quick. And I mean, like I said, by the time you guys listen to this, who knows what may have already happened. So either way, I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. I'll be breaking it all down for Sports Illustrated as well at alltitans.com. So make sure that you guys check out my written work over there. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.